before I take you back to this episode, I want to let you know that you can book me for training and workshops around negotiation and conflict resolution. And that could be in a half a day, a full day. It can be online or face to face. So just email admin at lifemediation.com.au and let us know that you're interested. And then we work out what it is that you need and how we can move forward. I am so excited to share this episode of Conversations to Cut the Conflict with you. I'm interviewing Ashley Makovich. She is the owner of Fusion Bisco, Perth's leading small business community for female entrepreneurs. She's amazing. She built this business up from the ground to now having more than 300 members. So we talk about, you know, how do you get through the struggles? How do you make decisions? How do you get through doubting yourself and going ahead with things anyway? How do you um, manage being a parent and also having a building a business up? So there's all these struggles that a lot of people deal with. And Ashley is, um, you know, just amazing and shares so many great insights and golden nuggets in this episode. So you don't want to miss this. I am Lizana Eriks. I'm a conflict resolution specialist and I've been a mediator and facilitator for over 12 years. I've been a finalist for the Australian Mediator of the Year Award for the last two years and I train, coach and mentor people to become highly effective in conflict resolution and negotiation so they can create the relationships they want in their homes and their boardrooms. Over the years, I've become deeply passionate about conflict resolution and negotiation because I see how much suffering it is causing people and it just does not have to be this way. When people truly get how conflict impacts their life and put the work in to get effective at conflict resolution, they get to experience deep connections with other people, freedom, self-expression and love. Have a look at the highlights on my Instagram page, Lisanna Eriks underscore life mediation to find out more about what I do and why I do it. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the conversations, insight and tools you need for you to switch on your inner conflict resolution and negotiation muscles and get you to a completely different level where you can resolve conflict powerfully and create the relationships you want in your life. Think about it. What would life be like if you would not be afraid of dealing with conflict and you would deal with it easily and quickly? It would change the game dramatically, wouldn't it? So let's get into talking about how to do this. Welcome to Conversations to Cut the Conflict. All right, Ashley, welcome to uh, an episode of uh, Conversations to Cut the Conflict. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, um, I am invited you because, um, well, we met a while ago, we did a course together and um, I invited you today on the podcast because I, you know, think you're a very inspiring businesswoman and you're doing all, I've just said to you before we got on um, on air that you're always up to something um, exciting and I, I thought it would be really helpful for my listeners to to hear your story, to, um, you know, talk about how you make decisions, how you deal with inner conflict and things like that. So I'm really excited to ask you about that. So I guess the, the first thing um, would be to maybe tell a little bit about your story. Like how, how did you, because you're the owner of Fusion Bisco, how did you start that? Why did you start that? What, what even got you to think, oh, this is a good idea. And, and you're, you're obviously very passionate about that as well. So I'm curious to hear yeah. what the story is uh, so people get a sense of who you are and, and, and why you do what you do. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, we met in the NLP course and we did a lot of work together in that time. And, you know, we cleared a lot of um, limiting beliefs, didn't we? Like we sat yes. across from each other and we did all of that work together. So I feel like we have a really strong bond from just doing that deep inner work together. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for inviting me on today. Um, so yeah, my business journey started probably about 10 years ago. Actually, I I do know it started 10 years ago because I found a flyer and it had uh, my first event details on it. And it was oh, like wow. 2012. So it was nine years ago, nine years ago. Yeah. yeah. 2012 was my first event and it wasn't business networking back then. It was um, just social networking. So mm -hmm. I had moved back from London and I was just looking to make new friends. And so I thought I would throw an event where everyone knows that they're coming there to make new friends because as you probably know, like if you go to a bar or whatever and you start talking to someone, they're like, oh, why is this person talking to me? You know, but yeah, it could be a bit I weird. <laughs> yeah, but if you, I wanted to create the space where people would come and connect, you know, like that's always at the core of fusion, that's always what it's been, just connecting. connecting. Um, so yeah, it started out as social events and then kind of. I would have come to that because I moved from Holland 12 years ago if I would have known it's, it's actually a really great concept to, yes. to have people to, to find new friends particularly in Perth everyone's so transient so and, and yeah. uh, anyway sorry to interrupt you I was just it like it's a really beautiful it was, idea. It was quite popular but then I started getting more into the business growth side of things I wanted to grow it so yeah. I started going to business networking events and back then the networking events were just so um, you know, like boring, stale, old, like business cards being thrown around everywhere. So I started then running um, small business networking circles, like just roundtable dinners where we all shared from our heart and talked about challenges and wins and things like that. Um, and then, yeah, it grew from the small networking dinners to a membership. I launched the membership in 2017, so four years ago. And um, now that's grown to 350 members, which is amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but as you know, Lisanne, um, it's gone through a few changes just over the past couple months. So making a big restructure of that in the background and um, launching a few new things to kind of take Fusion back to our values of um, intimate connection, authenticity and growth. So um, I can't share too much more on that because we're still going. No, that's okay. But yeah, um, yeah, basically Fusion is about connecting at a deeper level, connecting business women so that they can um, feel supported to go ahead and um, create the business and life of their dreams. So, so that was so the passion was about you know connection to start off with, and then you started doing it specifically for business women. And was that because you went to those network events and you're like, this is boring? Is that is that why you wanted to it? Yes, that, and also um, I was like, I'm running events. I can do this better than that. Like, and I know there's women out there that actually want to connect with other women and have real conversations and not just make a sale. Um, but then also those are the type of women that I wanted to start getting around as well. So I thought, why not um, host the events? I can get around the women. I can have my soul filled. And then it's win-win, really. Yes. And has it always been an easy journey? Because like you just shared in two minutes, oh yeah, and then, you know, went from these and then I went to that and then I had 350 members, but surely that would have been um, a journey and, and there would have been obstacles and struggles and things in the way and that you go, I don't know what to do or people might've told you that you're crazy. And um, so so what what were the struggles for you to, to, to go through to, to get to this point? And I guess, how do you, I think it's really important for people to hear how you overcome those and what, what drives you in those moments and how, um, 
do you make those kind of decisions? Because I talk a lot to people about like when you have that inner conflict, like, you know, one part of you goes, uh, oh gosh, I really want to do, you know, you should do this. And the other part goes, no, that's not a good idea. I mean, we even did part integrations together. So it's funny, really. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, but it's all these different parts of you having different conversations. So, so how do you know what to do and how do you work through that? Oh, that's a big question. Oh, no. <laughs> um, all right, well, I'll go back to the start of the question, some struggles that I had throughout that journey. Um, it hasn't been like, I feel like I'm in constant inner conflict with myself. Like every day, there's just an emotional roller coaster of like, am I doing the right thing? Is this going to work? Like, um, but it's all for me being a very much intuition driven kind of business. I've, I've tried to tap into um, where my heart wants to go because I know that that will lead me in the right way. But um, yeah, some struggles I've had. So when I was going to quit my job in 2017, at the end of 2017, after I launched the membership so I could focus more on the business, um, I was just about to get married and um, I was just hating my, my day job and I was so you know, torn between having to go there every day and then just wanting to work on my business all the time. Yeah. So I decided, I made the call, I saved up three months worth of income and I quit my job and then I was about to get married a couple months later and um, someone very close to me who I really respect their opinion was like, are you sure you want, I don't think you should leave your job because um, what happens when like you want to have babies and then you won't get maternity leave and stuff. And um, like that really knocked me because obviously like I really respected their opinion and um, just you just want the support from people around you because when you're already doubting something on the inside you yeah. just want other people to enforce what you're doing is the right thing and when they don't it's like oh my god maybe I'm not doing the right thing um yeah so, and that's it's really important that you find your way then because obviously you still went ahead right yeah I still did yeah like I yeah I still do me um it just put a bit of a spatter in the works and made me think about it a bit <laughs> a bit more um <laughs> Well, what is it that makes you then still make that decision? Because there is something, and I can sort of hear it in the background, but I don't want to speak for you, is, is what what then goes, okay, I, you know, I don't know. I'm really unsure, mm -hmm. but I'm still doing it anyway. And, and and people even who I really trust say, don't do this. And you're like, well, I'm, I think you already said it, but, but what what makes you then jump? Mm. Um. Mm, good question. I've, I don't think I've ever really thought that deeply about it. I think I had already made up my mind about it. I was going to do it. You still just doubt it along the way. It's not like you yeah. make up your mind and you're like, that's it. Oh, I mean, I wish I was like that. Is anyone out there like that? They make oh, up their I don't think so. Well, I actually think when you make a decision, you actually start doubting it more because now mm -hmm. you've jumped and now you're, now you're actually going to have to do the risky thing. So I always feel that I do it all the time as well. And then I make a decision and I'm jumping and then the doubt actually gets worse. <laughs> that makes yeah. It, yeah. yeah, because you can't go back. Like no, once you hand in your resignation, you're like, all right, it's done now. I've got to make this work. I'm doing um, this. Yeah, sorry, go. Yeah, no. So I, I put a few, like I was working with a business coach at the time and I put a few plan B, C, D, E, F in place in case it didn't work. And I could mm. always go back and find another job. And I think just got like, when you're sitting with that decision and um, looking to the future and, and trying to figure out what could go wrong, because that's where your mind goes, isn't it? Everything that could go yeah. wrong, not necessarily everything that could go right. Um, and figuring out, okay, if it does go wrong, what, what can I do then? How can I recover from that? And what's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. And 
generally the worst thing that could happen will never happen anyway. But as well, it's also not that, that bad. Yeah, when you yeah. work it out, it's not. But I did also hear from you in the beginning that you also really said it's so was so something in your heart that you hmm. want to do, and and I, I guess the other side got so. Um, you know, grinding is not the right word, but the, that you're like, I really don't want to do it anymore. So it all is, yeah, so so draining. I I have to, I have to move. Yeah, forward. yeah. I think um, I've always been very values driven, and freedom is one of my um my top values. And the fact that I didn't have the time freedom that I had to go there and work from nine to five, even though I'd finished my work within the first two hours, it mm. was just like my soul was dying inside, just going there. You know, so. Um, yeah, I always do kind of try and make my decisions around my values and I knew, I just knew in my heart and intuitively I knew that fusion running my business was the way out of corporate Mm. and that, um, I knew I would make it work because if I had that freedom and that time to do what I loved, I knew I would make it work. So, Yeah. yeah. And is that also what gets you through when it doesn't? Because, I mean, I don't know about you, because sometimes my business decisions, they don't always work out. Some of them are fantastic and some of them are like, well, it didn't work so well. <laughs> so, but is that also what gets, is the values what gets you through those periods or as well? Because it must have been times that you've gone, oh, it's, I mean, you didn't always have 350 members and, and a flourishing yeah. business, I imagine. No, I didn't. No, when I, <laughs> when I launched the membership, um, I think, 50 people joined in the first week or so, which is actually really good, but then it kind of stagnated for a while. And then I was kind of like, it's not growing. How do I get new members? And that was a whole new learning curve as well. So it went well at the start, but then it, then it's just like the emotional roller coaster of, um, of entrepreneurship, isn't it? You know, like up, down, up, down. So um, no, it, ha- it obviously hasn't always gone right. And like, even to this day, I still, still, like people might, you said you look in and you think I'm always doing amazing things, but I don't feel that, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm sitting here in my home office, just doubting, like, have I made the right decision with my business, but just powering forward anyway. And just knowing that, well, hopefully knowing that, you know, it'll all work out. Yeah. And, and I think that's a really good point. I think when, when you run a business or, or just in general in life, like, you know, it also looks good on Instagram mm. um, even though I mean I think you're very authentic in general and not someone that tries to gloss over things and I don't see myself like that either but you're not going to share every five minutes of your life with people um, in, in the background and, and it is it can be can be hard work and and um, not so glamorous and, and long hours or whatever it might be but you do get do get your freedom back I just want to give you a quick message before we get back to this episode. Did you know that I run an eight-week online program in which you will learn how to become confident with conflict? I put my heart and soul into this program and the participant that just finished the program shared with me that it changed their life. I mean, imagine what life is like when you would be confident with conflict. If you want to become confident with conflict, head to lisanaerics.com slash cwc dash waitlist to get yourself on the waiting list so you are the first to know when I run the next Confident with Conflict program. And you also um, have uh, children. Like how your daughter, how old is she? She is two, just over two now. So we just hit the terrible twos, yay. <laughs> yay, the word no is the most frequently used word in the house. And um, and you also have a baby on the way. So I work a lot with, with parents and I think a lot of people um, struggle with the parenting and the working and, and how do you do you balance that? 
Yeah, um, it's a definitely a juggle. My husband's FIFO as well. So um, luckily I can just work a little bit more when, when he's home. Um, but yeah, it's a juggle. I, I remember in the NLP course that, that we did, one of the techniques I was trying to, because um, always when I was with my daughter, I would feel like I need to be working on the business. And then when I'm working on the business, I feel like I need to be with my daughter. So mm -hmm. I, I was just always torn, you know, I didn't, I couldn't focus on one thing at a time. So in the NLP course, I wanted to work on trying to just be where I was, like be present with wherever I'm at and just own that. Um, and so I would find myself always reaching for my phone, having to do something on my phone when I was playing with my daughter. So one of the swish techniques, I can't remember if I did it with you or one of the no, You did it with me, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was to try and um, stop reaching for my phone and scrolling whilst I was with my daughter and just give her my full attention. Um, mm. And that that technique was good, but it hasn't worked. It didn't work all the time. I think it's a practice. Mm. Like for me, it's a practice of remembering, oh, okay, let's put the phone in the room away mm. and then just be with my daughter because she's in care now three days a week. Yeah. And um, I've got two days where I can be fully present with her and we can do fun things. And I think it's also really important for for her to see mum doing something that lights her up as well. Yeah. And being able to return to my daughter with a full cup and being able to give to her from that full cup, I think that is really important. So those um, guilt stories definitely do creep in, but I just try and remind myself that, you know, it's not a bad thing that I'm also trying to work on my ambition mm. also because what happens then when the kids grow up and leave the home, if I've spent my whole life just you know, making it about them. I think it's super important as any individual, as a mum, a dad, you know, like anyone yeah, um, yeah. to have, to do those things that light you, you up and just make sure that there's something for you in that. And it's not just all about other people. Oh, and I think that's, that's right. If it lights you up, because I also have friends that, that, that choose to be stay in home moms, but that's mm. lighting them up and that's also okay. I think it's very much about what lights you up. But I think what you said is really important. I think particularly as a business owner, I have the trap as well that there's, you know, all your marketing, your emails and everything comes in on the phone um, and it's always there. And I think it's a really smart thing to put it away. I, if I don't take it with me or I leave it, I don't even think about it. But as soon as it's on that table in front of you, it's so tempting to pick it up or not be present. Um, yeah. and, I'm about uh, to take my emails off my phone. Mm. I've been toying with the idea for a while now and I'm almost at the point where I'm just going to click off my phone because they don't need to be there. No, and, and same with notifications. I have them all turned off. So nothing pops up without me going into it. Um, but that's definitely, and, and that's, you know, because I think also that's where conflict in households and stuff comes from a lot because yeah. people are not listening to each other or your kids are, my kids are a bit older, but they ask you something and you got to listen and hear and be there. Otherwise it all, <laughs> there's a lot of miscommunication. Yeah, um, my daughter is now at the point where she, um, if I get my phone out, she's like, no phone, no phone. Cause she knows that I just like disappear into my phone. <laughs> she's at that point now where she would tell me and I'm like, oh yeah, true. Let's put the phone away. Yeah. Let's put the phone away. Oh, that's amazing. But what you, um, and I know you can't share much about your new um, business decisions, but you're just saying that um, I, I guess what I'm hearing from you is that you, you know, all the decisions you make around parenting, around your business, around setting the business up in the first place, it, it's, it's all very value-based. Um, and that's sort of, I guess, is how you get through the difficult periods because you are now deciding to do something completely different with your business. And you don't have to go into what that exactly looks like because I know that not everyone knows that yet and, and that's understandable. Um, 
but how did you get to this decision? Because it's a whole completely, you know, what is it that the difference without going into things you can't go into? And, and how did you come to that, that kind of decision? Because it's a big decision, I think, for you to make at the moment, right? Yes, it's it's been massive and it's just been, um, yeah, it's it's def- definitely been a, an interesting few months, the last few months. Um, but it's been something that I have been thinking about for a while and um, I just, you know, I just feel like fusion hasn't hadn't quite been hitting the mark for um, new members coming on board. Like I always started fusion because I wanted people to be, I wanted people to be able to come there as a space where they could find those deeper connections that turn into lifelong friendships. And um, I just have to like just be worried about what I say here because, like as I said, it's not all out there to the yeah 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 no no. So anyway, I went on a holiday. I went um, away to Hamilton Island for five days and did not check social media, did not go on emails, didn't do anything and just gave myself the space and just hoping that I would have epiphany and epiphany of how I can make things better for, for my customers, right? Um, business. Um, and so it's gotten to the point where now I, like, I'm so good at taking constructive feedback and, and criticism. So um, I looked at that email and I was like, yeah, you like, you're so right. I can, I can make this a better um, service offering for people. So I went back to the drawing board. I got my big whiteboard out and then everything just flowed out of me, how I would recreate the membership if I had my time again. Mm. Um, and it's never too late to go back and recreate something that you feel could be done better because so much has changed in the past five years, especially in the Perth landscape, as you would know. Like I said, back then, it was all business networking, it was all men in business suits. Mm. Whereas now there's so many women coming through wanting to start their own business, do, do their side hustle, do something on the side of their kids and bring some money in as well. Um, yep. So the landscape has changed so much. And so I just redesigned the whole service to how I think um, people can get the most value and benefit from it. Well, it's amazing. Um, There's a lot of what you're saying. So I just want to like capture it. So, um, so basically I think one of the things I hear you say about how to make decisions and, and, and deal with all that, Oh my God, I don't know what to do is you step back from it. So you gave yeah. it some space. So I think if you have stuff in front of you constantly, you can't see anymore, right? Cause you're in it. Um, and then you're good at taking feedback from your customers and listening to people. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that you don't take every feedback on as the truth, but but it is very important to you shaking your head that people can't see that. But um, but it is you know, but it is important to to take the feedback regardless and then see what you do with it. And if you don't listen, you don't know what your customers are wanting. Yeah. And then what I really like because I find it quite inspiring because I've been doing something similar for my business at the moment is just to go completely back to the drawing board and sort of leave everything you know because you already have done so many things but just to go what let's scrap all that and let's see what from what I know now and the experience you have and the landscape how it's changed how would you and then the signs come something completely new I think that's amazing and also what you said is if you know what would you do again if you could do it in a better way Mm, exactly yeah good recap I love all of that and just through the process of making the announcement to the members and rolling out the transition and everything like that. I've just been really careful of who I share uh, in my personal world I'm talking about, but um, you know, within my, my um, inner circle, my friends and my family and things like that. I've just been really careful who I share what I'm doing that with, because if I hear input that I shouldn't be doing it or um, 
are you sure? Because, you know, as I was saying before, you do end up doubting yourself. Um, it just sends you down a negative spiral that you don't need to go. So I've just been really careful to share it with my um, business colleagues who who are where I want to go, you know. So yeah. sharing sharing it with um, people who, who get it and, and not people who are going to come from a fear mindset around it as well. Um, I think that's really important to bolster yourself up and just, you know, believe that, you, you know, that you're going in the right direction because one tiny little negative comment just can throw throw me off yeah. Mm. yeah and and I guess also I'm hearing is you're willing to take a risk so you can stay true to your values because I, I think you're not directly saying that but what I'm getting from it is you know you don't want fusion um visco to become like what your job was before not that that it is that way but you can get you know you create something great but you change uh life changes and you don't have to stay stuck I think that's the strong message that I get from it and you can do something different um and you you can you just have to you know have the balls I guess yeah I love that that's yeah that's a really good way to look at it and you know um the fusion membership is still going to be there and it's still going to be run but um I'm you know I'm just creating something that is gonna be able to light me up in the way that fusion wasn't able to anymore you know mm. so just creating something for my customers that are ready for that next level as well um yeah that's fantastic so i think you know so if you're listening what i would recommend you do is if you're not sure how to make a decision that's what i'm really getting from ashley and it's something that i feel very strongly about as well is to get really clear on your values i think you can't make any decisions if you don't know what they are so what are your values i mean Ashley, you just said freedom is a really important one connection um i don't know what any others are possibly growth. sorry growth growth, yeah, growth. growth are my my biggest values yeah, and you would you would map that across your personal life, your you know your your business life, anywhere. And when you're really clear on that, you can make decisions so much easier. And it's much easier also when all those things come from different directions. And people say, "Are you sure?" You can just, I guess see well, does it fit with these values? And if it's not, well, then it's a no. And if it's a yes, then you can move forward with them. Yeah, exactly. It's a great way to make your decisions from like your values and your goals. Figure out where you want to be in five years and just look at that vision um and then and then also if if you're faced with a decision does it align with that then if it's a hell yes then go for it if it's a no then maybe think about it that's right and it's a much easier way to resolve all your inner conflict thanks Ashley, so much today for all your wisdom and i um, i can't wait to see what's unfolding uh, with this um fusion i can't even say it today this <laughs> guy and uh, we might do a follow-up later on and see how it all went and uh, so everyone can, uh, can stay up to date thanks so much Amazing, thank you.